0: Okay, welcome to another edition of Culture Class Podcast, a podcast where we get to interact with people from different backgrounds and learn about different places all around the world. My name is Nusa Yari, and this is yet another episode. And I'm very excited today because from the for the longest time, I've been trying to get a Jamaican on the podcast to talk about uh, patois and you know island culture and all that fun stuff. Well, not necessarily island culture, but you know the culture and you know that connects uh, Africa like some of the island nations and Jamaica in particular and I'm happy for this guest because we'll be touching on some of that stuff today. Welcome Ladonia.
1: Thank you for having
0: me. <laughs> Most definitely. Did I get your name correctly Ladonia? Yeah
1: you do.
0: That's such a very unique name. So where I come from like in Nigeria in Africa like names mean a lot. Like There's an undertone and a meaning to a lot of names. So my name, Nosa, uh, means what God says, or the full name, Nosa Hai, means what God says will come to pass, that kind of thing. Um, There are some religious, cultural uh, connotations to most of our names in Africa. Is that the same in Jamaica as well?
1: Um, It's very common in Jamaica for some Jamaicans to have names from Ghana as well as from the Bible too because we are a Christian-based island, like 90% of it. But well, my name is Spanish for some reason. My mother's name is actually Dania, which means a female Don.
0: Just- mm, nice, that's badass.
1: <laughs> so my name is La Dania, which means female Don in Spanish. Okay, Spanish okay. female boss. Basically. All right. <laughs> so
0: I guess I'm talking to a Don right now. respect. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> What about your last name Nisbet? What does that mean?
1: Nisbet is like an English and British origin because the British and English did rule Jamaica, so I guess that's where that
0: lineage came from. The last yeah. yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so is it what's common in in Jamaica? Like, what are some of the popular names? Is it common for a lot of people to take on like English names, like John, James, that kind of thing, or most people have like cultural names, uh,
1: that kind well, of thing. A lot of our names will be like Khadija. It's it's African based names a lot too. We also have Samuels, we have a lot of Samuels, we have a lot of Shabon. It's different names. It's not only based around English because the name was mostly West African. So most of the names derived from that area.
0: Got it, got it. Yeah, there are a lot of things that tie us together, you know, the Black uh, race all over the world, regardless of where we are. Being Black is not necessarily where you come from, but, you know, the struggles that you go through, which we all share, uh, being Black in different places. Um, Before we go on with the episode, let me just say a quick... well, not quick. Uh, let me just uh, take out some time to pay my respects to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I think he passed away. we recording this episode on the 2nd of September, so I think it's been a couple of days now. I want to say four or five days, if I'm correct, since he passed away. Uh, quite an unfortunate incident, uh, particularly owing to the fact that he meant so much to not just African-Americans, but to Black people all over the world. Uh, I just want to send out love and light to his family and, uh, you know, people who care about him um did you um know chadwick it was he like a was black panther like a big thing in jamaica as well
1: yeah it was everywhere i actually liked the movie because of the symbolism that it had in the black community i like that there was a major lead roles for black actors and it like made like a footprint for us so i like the whole expression of Black Panther. I was looking
0: forward to a second one. So Yeah, yeah. So, someone actually told me that they were either in the middle of shooting or had completed. Uh, I'm not sure if it was Black Panther because I think that production was just too big for them to start shooting without everyone knowing. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was a different movie, but apparently he has an unreleased movie. I'm not sure if that's Black Panther or something else, but, you know, RIP to him. He will surely be missed. Or you know, in the short time he spent with us, he really did make his impact felt, uh, which is more than a lot. Of us uh, will do during our lifetime, so I guess in that regard, uh, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the shit. So, from what yeah. I understand, <laughs> I'm part of my curse. Now. I usually don't curse, but whatever. Let's get into the shit. So, from what I understand, yeah, from uh, Montego Bay in yes. Jamaica. Uh, talk to me about Montego Bay. That's not the capital, is it? It's Kingston, right? It's,
1: uh, the capital of Jamaica. Montego Bay is the best part of Jamaica oh <laughs>
0: look she said it. you know some Kingston That's people are going to be all up in the comments say what do you mean Montego Bay is <laughs> be the best what makes Montego best Bay be the best part of Jamaica as against Kingston just
1: the people they're more humble like Kingston is just I don't know they're more like uptight or Out there, like, oh, because we're the capital, we are the center of Jamaica. They have that type of mindset, but you know, it's an island, and they say no man is an island. We're both of many, we're one people, so it's not just about peace, but it's about all parts of the island, but we all have our pride in the different things. And Montego Bay would be like the area that's more hyper and into the creativity, like dancing and music. We get a lot of talent from Montego Bay. And they would go to the Houston area to be more established because that's where the businessmen are going to go. And the to Jamaica, so that's the capital area. Does that make sense? A, a little so bit. Like, a little, so like I, I Colorado so. State versus Denver, it's like that. Got it. You know, it. Colorado State would have the talented people and all of that, but they don't have the resources in Colorado State, so they would come to Denver because Denver would have the businessmen and the investors that, that they okay. need. Okay, in let my, me ask
0: this question. Where is Peter Tosh and Buju Banton and Bob Marley? Where are they from?
1: Different areas and she. I don't know the specific parish but Bob Marley, he actually wasn't even born in Jamaica. His, um, I think his father was a white man and his mother was a Jamaican woman. Um, an Englishman, Englishman, I should say. No.
0: Okay, so I guess Kingston... Is Kingston, like, the popular part where people go to, um, say, where all the resorts are and people vacation to? No, Mancobo
1: is that area. We have Um, the Central Hotel, which is a popular hotel, what do you call
0: it? Okay. Okay, and is there a common language? Like, I understand, like, the popular language in Jamaica is patois. Uh, Mm. Am I saying that correctly? Is it patois or patois? Patois. Patois, yeah. Is it like a common language across the whole country or they're like different dialects? Because where I come from, there are different languages, different tribes, that kind of thing. And even within the same tribe, the languages might be spoken a little bit differently in different geographies. Is it like homogeneous in Jamaica that everyone speaks the same kind of Patois or it it kind of like has its own variation depending on what part of the country?
1: I would say it depends on the region of Jamaica because Jamaica is split into 14 parishes, so it depends 14 on 14
0: territories,
1: parishes, parishes, parishes.
0: Yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting. Do you know name. how
1: the United States has states, we have parishes on the island. Because, you know, we have the English rules, so we just take it that way and we kept that. So um, we have 14 parishes. The language may differ based on the accent, and just some words will be thicker, or some people will speak faster. That's the only difference. But the language is basically fluid. Throughout no, the island is just some people would have to listen harder because of the area
0: they're at. Got it, got it. And, you know, uh, so everyone can pretty much understand each other, even though everyone is not speaking exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes uh, a lot of sense because that's almost like uh, similar to where I come from. So we have something called Pigeon English in Nigeria, where I'm from, uh, uh, West African Pigeon generally. And it's spoken a little bit differently, you know, down south, Wari area, or up north or to the eastern side. It's spoken a little bit differently, but you can pretty much understand, um, you know, where it's coming from. But it's pretty interesting because I, I don't think I've ever said this on this podcast. So I, I went to school in Washington, D.C. to grad school. I graduated last year, but I was applying to be like one of the commencement speakers uh, during graduation. I ended up not getting it, but my speech was all about how we can use, because I went to business school, how we can use business like Pigeon English, like a tool, because Pigeon English is kind of like a language that everyone understands, like from the bank manager to like whatever, like the or, like, everyone understands pigeon English. So, it can be that unifier that wherever you are, you can be in London today, and I can say how far I say it pidgin English slang and everyone oh wow you're Nigerian brings people together so my 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 thought process was like about using business just like that as a tool to go into these different industries in order to make the world like a better place things like that is it the same thing in Jamaica because where I come from growing up you had schools who forced people to stop speaking pidgin English Uh, at, at a particular time some people were saying pidgin English oh it's not because we were colonized by the British maybe it was like a colonial mentality kind of thing where people say, oh, speak proper English, speak Queen's English, not pidgining. When I grew up, I was like, no, this is something that can actually be used as a tool to unify the country. Mm-hmm. I read an article where um, I think some schools in Jamaica were preventing people from having dreadlocks and things like that. Is that particular with language as well, that some people in the society um, don't want their kids speaking or you know, they look at it as a lower language, that kind of thing?
1: All right. Well, the thing is to answer the question about the language aspect. Neocolonialism definitely exists on the island. So in some schools, if it's private school, they would say like, oh, we're going to speak properly when you get into this classroom. But they're not going to tell you, oh, don't speak your language at this school. That is disrespectful. You can never do that. Ever. This is an island made of 90% black people, and the language is ours, so they can never tell us that. That would just cause a problem because Jamaicans are particularly stubborn people. They are known for that in their history. So, no, that would never be a thing. As for the dreadlock, it was a mishap that happened with a student who was attending a school owned by a different group of people on the island because, you know, in Jamaica, we have the 90% african descendant then we have the chinese the indian the white man who are in their other mixes so it it is the motto is of many one people for a reason So we have a lot of people on the island of different backgrounds so it's out of all those types that we are one so when it comes to the thing where the student wasn't allowed to wear the dreadlock in school it was because of the type of school a private school they're allowed to do a type of ban and say the student can't attend school because of the here because it's a private school they're not being paid by the government so they can make whatever rules they want you getting
0: but, but they're still within the country though like even though yes, they are, they a are private school they're, own,
1: they're not owned by the government that's the best thing if you're if you're a private school and you're the one funding everything and there is no outside money from the government within the community you can make your own rules you can make your own type of thing that's how it so let's say there's a chinese school that's like oh we only do mandarin here that is normal to happen on the island because the mandarin um the chinese would be the ones fully funding that university that calling that campus because it's their money and their school is for them do you get that yeah i understand yeah, I, I
0: understand that. But I'm curious to know how that story ended. I don't know if it's been resolved yeah. yet. I'll imagine like if I own a school in Saudi Arabia, for instance, like everyone has to close their school or their place of business on Fridays because everyone needs to go to the mosque to pray. The fact that I own a school in Saudi Arabia, I have to abide to that whether my school is Christian or not. I probably have to close on Fridays. That kind of Isn't it like the same thing or no?
1: Yeah, so I can finish the story for you. So, uh, what had ended up happening is why the uprising or the uproar from the people when they see it all of the social media, the and people got upset because Rastafarianism is an official religion on the island. It is not illegal to be a Rastafarian, it is not illegal to wear your hair in locks. I have locks. There's nothing illegal about the African city in Jamaica. So the thing was, everybody got upset because it felt like discrimination, which it was. So that's why the parents went to court. So the thing that happened was the Black Lives Matter in the United States got involved. And that's why it went national. And because they got involved, the government in Jamaica actually finally took a look into it. And that's where we're at right now. They're still looking into it, quote unquote looking into it. Right.
0: got it looking into it well yeah. ho- hopefully hopefully that gets resolved as soon as we possibly can well let's let's talk about patois a little bit and I'm you know looking forward to learning a, a, <laughs> a bunch of patois and I'm sure our listeners will be too I've been practicing on YouTube so tell me if if uh, i get it's this correctly okay. so I, I want to tell you oh YouTube is not a good place to practice patois no it is a good
1: place <laughs> a lot
0: of <laughs> okay okay I mean I, I i googled how to say hi in patois and I knew a about wagwan like wagwan is like a pretty popular way of saying hi but what i didn't know was another version which is wapum like wapum. i was like did i say that correctly like, you're not
1: supposed to
0: pronounce the p oh I, i'm not i'm not supposed to pronounce the p so it's like wapum,
1: wapum. Like wapum. wapum.
0: yeah yeah, wapum, I'm like yo, like yo is also like a form of greeting, right? Is that correct? Yes, it is. Okay. so but it teach...
1: depends on who you're talking
0: to. Oh, so is it like an age thing? Like I can't tell my grandmother, yo, that's disrespectful. Who do I tell you? Who do I, who do you I tell wapun? We
1: would say wapum to your friends in school, anybody you are close with. But if you go on the street and you see an older person, they were, they're the ones who can ask you wapum. But you can't ask them that. You That's know, it what- can be like, Good evening, Miss Mary. Okay. And she'll be like, wow, Good evening. Oh. And then you say, oh, um, that makes a lot you of tell sense. Tell her what's going on.
0: Okay, it's so if it's someone sense. older than me, I say good evening, good afternoon. If it's my fellow, my buddy, I can say wapum that kind of thing. Okay, yeah, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And how, how do I respond? Like if uh, I was like good afternoon, Miss Maria. Let me say I'm talking to my peer now. Like wapum, wapum, Ladonia. How do you respond? <laughs> that kind. Of For forgive my accent, man. I'm trying here. <laughs> so
1: I'm gonna say I'm on a podcast right now. So that's
0: what's going to be my reply, but
1: I'm going to say it in Patois. So, okay. Mini Panwa podcast. Mini what?
0: Mide. Mide. Panwa podcast. Yeah, podcast. Oh, that's that's very interesting because we like, and we keep drawing these connections between West Africa and Jamaica, like, because that word, "day" is actually in Pidgin
1: English. Yeah, so, I know. I understand Pidgin as well. When I oh, really? like, Nigerians and Ghanians are talking, I know what they're saying.
0: Did did you know that by you know, okay, 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 (laughs) that makes a lot of sense. You know, I can understand some patois, but it's just barely maybe 20% of patois, not a lot, but I can see how you can understand pigeon. Did you get that just from your background in patois or just because you've been around a lot of Ghanaians and Nigerians? Um, from my background in
1: patois, and then because I'm around them a lot here in Colorado, it's most most of my friends are Jamaicans or they are Nigerians and Ghanians.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Me, 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 one podcast, right? I
1: think, me, the pound,
0: podcast got it, yeah. got it, got it. Okay, okay, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. How do I chat up a girl? Like, if I there's a, a Jamaican girl down the street, I want to like kick games with her, that kind of thing. Like, what happened, young lady? You know, that kind of well, thing.
1: Well, first thing, I want to make sure you're educated, you got some money because she's not gonna look at you and <laughs> you do have your life together. You you got some say.
0: Well, shout out to Nigerian girls, man. I think there's a connection there. I'm just joking. <laughs> People are going to come for me for that comment. So what? Why well, are you trying to say Jamaican girls are materialistic? Why are you trying to say?
1: No, no. I'm saying that you have to present, be presentable. Like you have to look good. You have to carry yourself well you can't come to them, like we call it, broke down, bro- like broken down. We mm. don't want a broke down. no bro- bro- no broke down, man. No bro- yeah, no bro- man. You can't have that in your life because you're not a broke down girl. If Ooh. you carry yourself well and you look good, then that's why the man's attracted. So he has to come with the same level. He has to come know?
0: correct. Yeah. Well, and, and Jamaican girls are, you know, one of the most beautiful, you know, all over the world. But what does looking good mean? Do I need to have a flashy <laughs> car? Do I need to wear a suit? What, what Do I need to have like an iPhone? 14 what's the what's yeah. the deal what's the best way to show do I have to have to have a chain or something like <laughs> in Montego Bay when I fly to Montego Bay you know from the airport what do girls in the airport need to look at me and say oh wow this man not a broke down man I can't kind of thing
1: so Dominican and women are very big on hygiene so smell good have your hair done have a good nice shave dress nicely don't look like all over the place we call it raga raga like you just got out of a fight just look presentable look good and when you come (laughs) to us you come to us respectfully you know you say good evening can I talk to you like are you single ask a question and see what what she's on you know so you can get the vibe first
0: hey Ladonia are you sure you're not talking from your perspective is this like generally Hmm. acceptable no
1: honestly yes it does depend on the woman just like anywhere some Mm. women like to be approached different ways i like to be approached respectfully based on how i was raised but most of my jamaican women friends are that way if you approach us in the wrong way you're gonna get cussed out on spot that's it
0: oh jamaican girls don't play huh no (laughs) Okay, you're so what? <laughs> <know of that.
1: laughs>
0: so what? What are one or two abuses that they can throw your way if you like? You act broke down, act like a guy who doesn't have respect and all that. What, what would they say?
1: Um, well, they can bring up sex right away. Or Dominican men will be like, "Are you me fi This means you should be the one in my bed. Okay? Oh, really? They say, "Are Straight you up. me my bed?" Don't say that unless you're. T- <laughs> Unless that girl, you think that girl's into that. Don't say something. Wait, are, are you, you sleeping
0: in my bed? What what did you say?
1: Are you Fide? Are you Fide?
0: Oh, are you Fide? Will you be in my bed? Are you Fide in my bed? Okay. I mean,
1: you should be in my bed because you're trying to tell her you know you're the one who should be in my bed and you should be interesting
0: that's a pickup line.
1: (laughs) some Jamaican men are very straightforward (laughs) they're not going to waste their time they're going to tell you hey this is what I'm here for do you want to give it to me or not and okay. That's, yeah.
0: Okay. That that's pretty interesting. So you make sure you're not broke down man. You approach a Jamaican girl <laughs> with respect. Make sure you're clean, which makes sense. I guess, you know, other ladies from all over the world kind of like um would also succumb to that or you know, I appreciate that. But let's say I'm approaching you like respectfully now. Like this is educated, I'm clean, I have my my shave, my my locks are all clean, wearing my garb and everything. Like what is the best way to like kick game to you?
1: Um, well, you don't wanna approach anything which is busy, I guess.
0: No bedroom. Got it.
1: Yeah. And then when you get her aside, you make sure you're just saying what you want to say. I don't know. I can't tell you
0: how to talk to a girl. Oh, oh say, she's not get <laughs> Trial and error, man. Just go there. Give it your best shot. If you get yeah. put down, then, you know, you're on your own.
1: <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even want better. to give us
0: the slightest just to help our listeners. I
1: already gave you the tips. What you need to avoid doing is saying dumb stuff, being disrespectful and provocative. Don't do none of that. And you're good. If okay. I think she will be interested. If she's not, she will say that.
0: Okay, are Jamaican girls into foreign guys at all, or Jamaican girls prefer Jamaican men?
1: Um, that's another question that's dependent on the woman. Okay, so I will say... Yes and no. It depends on
0: the woman. Okay, okay. Let, let's uh, take a um, take it a notch back. Back to the patois. So you know, typically, uh, you know, you meet someone who's like your pair, like Wagwan, well, and the person uh responds and everything. Like, what are some common phrases that you think that our listeners can pick up on? Like, if they they get to Jamaica for a weekend, like, uh, if I advise someone going to Nigeria, I say, okay, learn greetings. Like, how far? Uh, that's pretty much it. How far? I date I want chop means I'm like hungry. You know, I want to eat some Or I won't go like I want to go somewhere I won't go markets like I want to go to the market that kind of thing what are like some of the popular slangs you think that'll be easy enough for our listeners to learn to at least survive for a week or two in uh, Montego Bay. Oh lord that's a lot
1: um so yeah you want to know the popular greetings like Wa Guan and if you want to ask somebody if they're good you say you're good basically it's just you're a good? that means you're yeah.
0: okay are you are you yeah. good? You're okay. good
1: and you know, if you need help with, if you're at the shop, this is something you need to know how to do. When you reach into a shop or a restaurant, this is what you have to say. Serve, serve, S-E-R-V-E. Serve.
0: serve. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I have one shop. question. Is that also applicable here in America when you go to Jamaican restaurants? No. <laughs> okay because
1: why well, i'm asking because
0: i went to a jamaican restaurant we waited for like an hour for the for the food to come out like okay maybe I didn't did, they,
1: did they come out as soon as you were in the restaurant or did you have to call them out uh
0: no i think they i think i had to i can't even remember it's been a while like a year ago in chicago i think I had to call them out, but they went back in and it just took a long time for like an hour or so for the food to be ready. Uh, Yeah,
1: like I mean, in Jamaica growing up, when we went to the local shop where we want to buy snacks or something, we would go to the shop. Most of the shops are family owned and stuff, so it's connected to a house. Mm. So when you want to go to a shop and maybe the shopkeeper is busy because she's doing hair too because she's a hustler, she's Mm. in the back. So in order to get her attention, you're going to say, sir, sir. Sir.
0: That makes sense. That makes That happens in Nigeria as well, where you have like a small family house, then at the gate is like a small Mm -hmm. shop with like snacks and whatnot for school kids. So you go to the shop and shout, like, who they there, or something like, you know, Mm -hmm. and someone from the back i kind of like comes out. Okay. So she she comes out, like, is there a is it how is money treated like in Jamaica? Like we have all these codes in different parts of Nigeria, like, oh you know what? Never bring your wallet out in public. If you need to spend a dollar. Put the dollar in your hand, your wallet's in your pocket. You go mm. there because you like flash like a, a wad of whatever. Like wallet, it can lead to something else. Is money how is money being handled? How transactions done in Jamaica?
1: Um, in in Montego Bay, where I am from, in the ghetto area, <laughs> a lot of women will keep their money in their bra because they're the hustling women. So when mm. they're selling those those street items to their vendors, they put the money right in their um bra. But if you're just a regular person, you want to make sure you tuck in your wallet properly. Any purse that you have, don't make it too big and too flashy to attract thieves. And pickpocketers, they are common. So be aware of that. I've always wondered sure.
0: how do people pickpocket? I've never been pickpocketed before. I don't uh, know how I don't, I don't know how know. that happens. Is that people are just absent minded, walk I always even, touch myself every two seconds. Maybe that's because even, really
1: that. even in local transport, they're able to do that when you're in the taxi, you won't even notice. And when you get those of the taxi, you don't have a phone anymore. You're just like, Okay, it mm. just wasn't my day, you know? It's what it is.
0: You know what? That's one thing I've like if if to say like someone was talking to me about privilege. like, like being a Nigerian who's living in the U.S. And that's one privilege we kind of like came to terms with when I was speaking with my friend a week ago. Like since I came to the U.S., I've never worried about my (sighs) flight. Yeah, like people can, you know, they can snatch your your necklace or your bag or your wallet, but your phone, like I don't know, like why would someone snatch your phone? Even if you snatch your phone here in the US, it's so easy to retrieve. It's yeah. not like back home where a lot of unlocked phones are everywhere and you can never trace it. Like here, like phone is pretty much your identity. Like, it's be futile for you to snatch someone's phone, except you're snatching it and exporting it to a different country to move or yeah. to sell or something. But but yeah, what are the buses called in, in Jamaica? Ours are called downfall back home in Nigeria. The
1: bus then. It's called it by the company owning them. So, okay. like, there's this company called the Junta.
0: Junta? And we
1: call the buses the Junta bus.
0: The Junta bus, okay.
1: Yeah, so the Juta bus will be the bus that will carry the school kids, or the Juta bus will be at the most part to bring you from Mantigo Bay mm. to a different part of the island.
0: And these are just regular like 14-seater Toyota, like small buses yeah, and Toyota. whatnot. And this yeah. is just a driver that drives the buses, or they have like an extra person, like back home, there's a driver, and then there's like a conductor. Yeah, to, like, we have conductor.
1: We have driver, the conductor collect the money, the conductor count the amount of people in the bus, and the conductor calls every we stop. So the conductor will wave the driver or tap the driver. And mm. sometimes the conductor will be the person who drives when the driver gets tired.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah like
1: that.
0: I remember, remember when I was going to school, you know, school children always try to outsmart the bus drivers because <laughs> they'll give you money for lunch. Maybe they might give you like 10 naira or whatever, which might be, I don't know, 20 cents or whatever to get some things for to take a bus to school. But you want to not pay the bus driver. So you have 10 more naira spend during lunchtime. So if it's like a long bus here in the front and the conductor is saying, hey, can I have your money? He's like, oh, no, my brother's in the back, you know, he'll yeah. pay. And before he gets to the back, you know, you would have jumped off at a bus stop somewhere. And like take another bus. Just like funny, smart ways that school kids try to like get one off, uh, you know, guys yeah, like mom. that and whatnot. Um, did, did you also, exp- I don't know if you went to school in Jamaica or not, but do you have like war stories like that where as school kids, you know, maybe there are times you skip classes. I don't know if your mom is listening to this, but, you
1: know, you did well, things. You and don't there. care. And happened have been She can't do anything. <laughs> But yes, I went to school in Jamaica until I was almost 14 before. So that was high school, actually. In Jamaica, we have infant school, primary school, high school, and college. If you decide to go to college or you will just get a trade. Is, that,
0: is it common for people to go to college in Jamaica?
1: In Montego Bay, it wasn't. Many of us are based around the tourism industry. So we will get a trade in being a chef. We will learn hotel business um, and administration. We will get maybe be a fleet of buses. Uh, get a loan, get mm. some buses so we can charter tourists and things like that. In Montego Bay, yep. it's solely mo- mostly based around the tourism, tourism industry.
0: Oh wow, that means right now with COVID nineteen, like that industry must be taking a hit right now.
1: Definitely is. But the tourists, they're the ones bringing the COVID to the island, so we're kind of <laughs> upset at them right now. So we don't even care. <laughs> you that's know, funny.
0: <laughs> that's funny. That's
1: funny. They were being pretty selfish about the thing. Some mm. of them were coming to the island, and you know, there's a requirement. To quarantine for, I think, seven days or 14 days. Mm. And they're sneaking out of the hotel and just messing things up.
0: Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, and most people I imagine wouldn't just want to be in a hotel. They want to, like, feel the island, go out there, and with that, they're spreading the whole thing. Like, the story is the same thing that happened with Ebola virus in Nigeria. Like, it was mostly mm. tourists who, who brought it from other parts to to Nigeria in particular. But what are some of your war stories, man? What did you get into? What kind of trouble did you get into as a kid in high school in Jamaica?
1: Hmm, none. <laughs> <laughs> I was a good kid because my parents... I don't believe that. you, man. <laughs> my parents did not play. And the only thing I did. Bad yeah,
0: right. Was your dad a pastor?
1: No, <laughs> my dad was not a pastor. And pastors' children are the baddest children. Well, to be honest true. with you, that's they true. are. That's true. That's The true. baddest that's true. boys agree. in my school were the pastor or the principal's sons. They're the baddest. But yeah, there were there were. I got in a fight in the second grade. That's the first fight I got in. Mm, I got was a it children. over a boy or something else? It was a girl. I got in a no, fight. No, was
0: it over a boy?
1: No. A it was no. so oh,
0: she's. you need to see the way she said no like me fighting <laughs> over a boy like what? i'm never. like Donia, man. you need to correct
1: <laughs> exactly never in my life will i do that but yeah i don't remember what that fight was about just, we were just kids man but then the next two fights that i had they were with men actually it was one of them bullying my brother because i'm actually the eldest and my brothers are behind me so i kind of like Saw him bullying my brother and I went and fought him um, just until the principal and teachers were able to come because obviously I can't fight a boy. But i he was my age mate. We were classmates. Mm. But my brother was younger than me. So I was like, why are you fighting my brother? You're going to have to fight me. And he did. Wow. He's a young, stupid boy. We were in sixth grade. So we fought. Is 11. the Jamaican
0: system like in grades like grade 1 to 6 that kind of thing? Is that how yes. it is in high school?
1: Grade 1 to 6 is primary school. Primary grade school. 7 to 11 is high school and then after that you do your CXC, it's an exam for college or to get um, what do they call it? Subjects. You get your subjects and the subjects are like math, English, and you can do something with it or use it use it to get into colleges. College.
0: Okay. When you say do something with it, you mean like get a job in the hotel industry or something?
1: Yeah, or a trade. Mm-hmm. Got
0: it. Got it. Okay. Well, well, what makes you popular? What makes you cool in a Jamaican high school? Um, I know running is a very, like, we have all these runners, like Usain Bolt and all from Jamaica. Is it sports? Is that what makes you the cool kid? Or like music? Uh, Or like what?
1: It's not... It's not like America where they're like, oh, if you're a jock, you're going to get all the girls. Basically, just be good at what you do and be Mm. confident. So in Jamaica, we're very talented in many aspects. And poetry and music are very important to us, specifically because of Bob Marley and um, Louise Bennett. Louise Bennett was a very popular poetry. She's a female and she died um, in the two thousands from I think cancer or something like that. But she was a big influence in poetry on the island. So, so kind we of re- like
0: Maya Angelou kind of figure. Kind better of than that.
1: Better than sense. that. Okay. Because we, it's not English; it's Patwa, so it's more. It's telling. Mm. She was telling stories in her poetry, like, "Oh, this is where we're from. The toa is from the tree." Like she taught us. The
0: tree what, in Ghana.
1: Yes. Tree. Wow. So she was explaining that in one of her poems, one of my favorite ones. She was like, "Yes, don't you know Jamaica? The patwa is from the tree," and she was explaining where that's from. And then she's like, "We're also Ashanti," and she's just like explaining the kingdoms and the places we're from. Like you know, we are royalty. You should believe in you and all those things. Yeah. You,
0: so, you know. You know what? That's a very also dicey subject because, like, most parts of the world, I think I can relate Jamaica to like South Africa with what happened to apartheid where we had locals and we had, you know, um, Westerners who came in and like took over the government. Like in most documentaries I've watched about them, Jamaica, like the prime minister, the president, and all that were always white. And I never think about white people when I think about Jamaica. But like you said, there are a lot of like different like foreigners living on the island and things like, is that still the case? How much local participation do we have in politics now? I think there's a former Miss Jamaica, I think who's Running for president or whatever, uh, I don't know if she's in the Senate right now or something mm-hmm. like the former Miss. We don't, we don't like have presidents.
1: We have a okay. parliament, so we have prime ministers, and mm. most of our prime ministers are either mulatto, that's like mixed, or they are all the way African black. So most, of, I don't, we haven't had any who are too Chinese or anything yet. Maybe they will try in the future, but currently, both the party, the JLP and PNP, um, they're black individuals it's the one of them is our current prime minister his name is um, Andrew Holness he's a black man and the next one I don't remember his name because that's not who I would be voting for mm. so but mm. in uh, elections and politics, I find it not a lot of Dominicans can be ignorant because they they take it as like a sport. They take really? it as like a competition. Like, oh, if you're not on my side, you're a loser. Your your family is not gonna you are, know. Are the these people. the
0: candidates talking or their supporters or both?
1: It's the people on the island. They keep big parties. Even right now, we are having a. Um, Election tomorrow is the voting time. People are partying like there is no COVID.
0: Interesting.
1: Yes, because it's such a time that we take seriously because we're like we want to know what the next person's bringing. We just want to hear the promises. They don't even care if the promises are followed through. It's about who can say it best. That's what I, That's what irritates me most about elections. It's like who can say it best, but they never yes. do
0: it. So what? What would you like to see? Like if you ask me that question, like um, Nigeria is an oil-producing state. I think we're like the eight or seven largest producers of oil, and we have dependent on that so much. And there's been Been so much corruption where there's no trickle down. So now that oil is starting to become a non-commodity in the market, like our government has nowhere to go, and they've you know been corrupted for so many years that we didn't save any money. So our infrastructure is bad, we still have lights out and things like that. What are the things you would say from your perspective that the country really needs? Like everyone depends on tourism, but what what do you think the country needs? Is it education? Is it infrastructure? What is
1: the country needs to take back the island because the Chinese, just like they're doing on the continent of africa they're trying well they're already doing it taking over Dominica, they come there and they give these big loans that obviously we cannot pay off for generations to come and who these loans go to we don't even know okay so we're getting taxes inflation all these things so i think the taking back the island is what we need to start with and then eliminating bias and favoritism for the richer class and for the businessmen. Because if you're coming to Jamaica and you're a Chinese, you're able to get a business loan faster than a native Jamaican.
0: Wow. It's how how easy is it to do common things in Jamaica? Because you have some countries where things like opening a bank account, uh, getting a passport, uh, I don't know, like all the those processes how-
1: are so long. We mm. have long lines for everything. Like I remember when my family was, Um, applying for our stuff to come to America. It took about almost three years before we got answers and everything, or we would have come sooner, but it took a while. Because the process and There's all of the long. excuses they give, they want extra money. They want, you know, it's all mm, about... You, have, the to, you money. have to do
0: things under the table, slip some government officials, um, whatever, and yes, things like that. The more
1: money you have, the faster your things will go, okay? So money is what's favoured. But back to what I was saying about what I would like to see change, if possible, on the island, is the concentration. We would, I would like it to shift from tourism, because it's just... I don't know, it's enforcing neo-colonialism presently. Like, we need to stop the idea that we are dependent on other countries coming in and keeping our economy afloat. Because COVID showed us that if we're dependent on an industry like that and no other backup, then we're not going to survive. Because we don't even know how long this virus is going to be here. And the thing that we need to shift from um, tourism to is agriculture. Agriculture was a very big industry back in the fifties when my grandmother was a young girl. Jamaica used to have coconut trading, banana that we were doing in slavery and things like that. Sugar cane, all that stuff was a big booming industry. We had trains, um, shipping things to different islands, things like that. And this Jamaica. wasn't that
0: long ago. This was like what the fifties, no. sixties, yeah. something like that.
1: Right. Yes, 50s and 60s. We were doing very well. And then, I don't know, the shifting government or whoever, Just different ideas collided and somebody signed something and got a loan and now we're here. So the thing I feel like also because with the agriculture, the, the local farmers are suffering because Jamaica, in a way, is following America and trying to make the, what do you call it, the process of getting our food instant. Like they're like, they want to eliminate the production phase and the mm. farming phase and just go straight to the supermarket. They want to put everything in a can. They want to make everything processed. And we, Dominican mm. people, will not go for that. We don't like it. We like our traditional Yeah, muffins. even the Rastafarian like religion, off.
0: like a vegetarian, yeah. so a lot of them need fresh food and things.
1: Yeah, we like to walk around and touch the yam. We like to walk around and see how much fish we're oh, buying. Oh, yam, now.
0: is that a big thing? Yeah, we have, how, have different
1: yams and dashi, potatoes, rice. Right? Um, yeah, we have different things that are similar to Africa that we eat in countries of West Africa. I mean, not the whole continent, but
0: yeah. yeah, Got it, got it. You touched on a specific word like uh, uh, some minutes ago, mulatto. Um, I guess like that's like a mix, like half black, half white, like kind of like Bob Bob Marley, if I could. Is that um, like, do people still get discriminated for being mulattoes? No,
1: no. You get phrased for being mixed because you're right because you're lighter, and when you're lighter, they believe that. So it's a whole there. light
0: skin versus dark skin thing all over again. No,
1: it's a self hate thing, and that, that mm-hmm. is why bleaching is popular still in 2020. The wow. bleaching thing, you know, I heard of it in Nigeria as well. Yep, the bleaching it's big. is also a pandemic because it's just basically <laughs> the bleaching a black is, thing. is a Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love I love the way how I love how straightforward you are, man. It's been a while since I interviewed <laughs> someone who's so direct and straightforward. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks no, so much for being so open. Uh, but let me ask you this: like, of course, uh, where I'm from, you know, you have issues of um, you know people who coined the term the Nigerian prince. You have this reputation all, all over the world that oh, Nigerians are X, Nigerians are Y. Like, how Jamaicans are being portrayed in Hollywood? How Jamaicans are being portrayed in hip hop? How people who perceive Jamaicans to be in all these. Do you think that's like, how accurate you think is that portrayal? Are, you know, local indigens of Jamaica happy with portrayals of Jamaican in uh, international media?
1: Sometimes we're just so happy to be noticed that we don't even care. But some of the portrayals are so old, like the hip hop, like the videos, like with Rihanna, where she was wearing those outfits. Those are like the 90s vibe, you know, Mm. in the work work song where she did with drake where she like work 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 work. yes we do wear those type of clothes but it's not not. common to see that we are but
0: you would think that rihanna knows she's from barbados like she's an islander so
1: yeah i I believe she knows it's just for the aesthetics that's it but jamaican people we're very with the times we follow the trends we're always on top of things if you go to jamaica most jamaicans have an iphone because they're with it like that they follow the trend so the idea that we're behind or they show certain things in the media of Jamaica that's all sometimes upsetting to the Jamaicans who feel like you know we could rep- be represented developed. better but you know for everybody else it's just you, you know. know
0: what that that makes a lot of sense like my podcast like the second most downloaded country is Nigeria obviously because I'm Nigerian but I've had people ask me before like oh do people listen to your podcast back home in Nigeria like yeah <laughs> listen to podcasts back home like why are you trying to say, you know, so I can, I can kind of like relate to that. Uh, and, you know, we don't always have the most accurate, but that just goes to show that we need to take ownership of our own narrative, whether that's being Jamaican or Nigerian or African, black people as a whole, we need to own these things, these hotels, these media houses, this production out. like we need to, because it's what we tell, if not we're at the mercy, like um, there's a saying where I come from that so far, as far as the lion doesn't know how to speak English, the story will always favor the hunt. Hunter is always telling the story from his perspective. And because the lion can't speak, he'll always be pig painted as this ferocious, bad animal that wants to kill everyone. Yeah. Or Meanwhile, he might have his own family or his own feelings or his own whatever, but he can't communicate. We just mm. need to take advantage of our own narrative and everything. Um, you touched on music and poetry and stuff. Like I listen to some Jamaican music, obviously like, a Whole bunch of legendary musicians like Bob Marley and things over there, distant relatives with uh Damien Marley and Nas was pretty big because I'm pretty into hip hop. But even recently, like, I love coffee and I love the fact that she loved Burner Boy, so it's like, uh, man, there's all this thing on Chronics, like, all those songs are so amazing. Like, what are some of the songs you can recommend for some of our listeners who want to get into? Like, I, I don't want to say reggae, but let me just say Jamaican music in general because reggae is kind of yeah. like a sub genre, and uh, there are so many.
1: Many songs right now. I can't even recommend songs. I can recommend artists. Okay. What artists? artists. Okay. So Jada Kingdom, she's a very fresh artist, just like... Um, Jada okay. King? Yeah, just like Jada yeah. Kingdom, like Kingdom. Jada
0: Kingdom, got it.
1: Yeah. She's just like coffee, but she's very artistic. And she talks about um femininity in her song she collabs with a lot of male artists like and carter and Bing, people like that she's very good because she's original and writes her own stuff so that's Artist, I can recommend her name is Jada Kingdom. Another artist, yeah, you already covered Sonic. What's his name? Ryjin King. He's also a good one. He is closer to Sonic in some sense because he tells a story in his songs about like suffering and you know continuing on after failure, things like that. But he also goes into dance hall and different areas like telling the ghost to dance. So that's okay. that. Um, who else? There's other ones that can't come to my mouth right
0: now, but, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure lots of, lots of, like, amazing music in Jamaica and things like that. And I'm even sure Nick Cannon tried to play some Jamaican artists in the movie. I don't think that turned out too well, but... Yeah, I've never
1: seen that, and I'm glad.
0: Yeah, no, that didn't turn out too well. (laughs) Just, like, when... Oh, the fella guy actually did an okay job when like a foreigner tried to play fella. But uh, do you listen to other music as well? Do you listen to any Afro beats or like any yeah. Brazilian music? Or My local? favorite
1: African artist is Yemi Ella Day. Hey, her mama show. Africa. She's the best. <laughs> I like her. I love her music. She's very natural. She's always being herself. I like that about her. Yeah and yeah, she's did.
0: making bank like when talk about like she might not be classified as top five artists yeah. in West Africa but she's making a lot more money than all the mm-hmm. other guys just like how Russell Wilson is to comedy he's not up there with Dave Chappelle but he's blowing all of them out I of think the water because earrings. she doesn't
1: really give that look or like try to um what do you call it conform to the look that they would want the female artists to have like see what no and she is good but She's conforming to the look and the sexual women e window, or whatever that word is, that they expect from women. So, yeah, she got there further and more noticed. But um, Yummy's yeah, just being herself and humble. I like that difference. So, yeah, those definitely. Artist, funny, I love Burna Boy. actually went to one of his concerts when he was here last year in September.
0: Wait, Barnaboy was in Jamaica? Oh, oh, here Denver. in Denver. Oh, got it, got it, <laughs> got it got, it, got it. Oh, yeah, I think I know, uh, what's his name? The The opener for that concert, R.L. Tones. Mm-hmm. I don't know how early you got there, but he was like one of the openers. Uh, I, I know him, okay. as a friend of mine. Um, I couldn't attend the concert because I, I think that was like the first week I moved. So I was still oh, really okay. trying to set up. I was like settled. I would have loved to go. But you oh, know, really? I was actually built to go to the Davido concert this year about COVID hit and they canceled yeah. this so what anyway it's all good let's talk about some of the things you do in your personal life so um, you're, you're a woman of many talents you've talked about Jamaican women are not enterprising they are and everything and that kind of like shows in what you do because not only are you a student you have like an organization called Breakthrough you want to be like an environmental engineer in the future like why did you deem it fit to you know start this organization Breakthrough so young and what do you hope to achieve with this organization
1: well um, so for Breakthrough basically was just a way to help me in my self-development journey then I realized that I can help other people in their self-development journey so when I was 13 I started to lose my eyesight in my left eye and then I went through a series of what you call it depression and other things because in my family we don't believe in therapy or telling people what's wrong with you Mm, that's
0: Black people in general.
1: People, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jamaicans just won't tell you, like, oh, my daughter has Down syndrome. They'll go just,
0: pray. Go pray. Take, it, take go him to, to church.
1: Like, yeah, she's special. She's good. So, mm. you know, it took a toll on me because they just wanted me to sometimes just hide it or not talk about it. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to talk about it. So then last year, I made breakthrough. It was, like, a way to teach and talk about... um self-development after failure or facing any challenges in your life and it's going to be through workshop literacy on how to work on yourself and I'm trying to get into philanthropy later on after getting my degree so that's what that's about yeah
0: yeah literally helping people break through certain things yeah. uh, that makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense do you focus on young kids like 13 year olds like how are you were that went through the things you went through or like um, kind of like anyone
1: I focus on everyone
0: got it got it because
1: I feel like the self that journey has no age everybody
0: can go to it anyone can go to it yeah i mean we've we've actually had a couple of people on so what we like to do is like to follow up with our guests you know it's not just about talking to people on the podcast so we've talked to artists i just re-interviewed marissa nicole who was on the podcast she's releasing her project so we're helping out with that we've talking to people we talked to uh this lady who has a second book out so we're helping out with that. We've talked to someone who has a non-profit, the Franklin Foundation, providing clean water to people in uh, Dublin and things like that. So um, we hope to also, you know, follow up with you and any way we can use our small platform to shed some light on the good you're doing. I always like to see young people, you know, go out there and achieve something. So um, thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for being on the podcast today. But before we leave, uh, let's see how much I learned with that patois. So we're going to end <laughs> speaking some patois and some Pigeon English So Okay, you ready? Okay. Like you, you say you understand pigeon English, so let me start. I'll speak some pigeon English to you. You respond, then you speak some password to me, and see if I can respond. Okay. All right. Okay, Mo, well, no, how go do this thing. So how far now? Ladonia. Um,
1: Linnea. Okay, that's close enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait in the apple, you don't chop. Um, yes,
1: I ate already. Hey, <laughs> let's go, let's
0: go, let's go. Okay, let me ask you a very, a very tough one and see. This is kind of like don't take this personally, but chakras, they worry you. Say that again. Shake Chris, they worry you.
1: What's worrying me?
0: Shake Chris, they worry you. Why they do like that? Shake Chris, they worry you. Well,
1: I'm
0: not doing like anything, but I don't know what <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. That's uh, that wasn't directed at you. That was just like comical. So that means like, what's wrong with you? Are you mad? Are you stupid? Oh, Shake, okay. shake Chris, they worry you. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, speak some parts to me. Let me see if I if I got this lock. Um.
1: All right. So okay. When I go attend one on the workshop, then.
0: Sorry, come again.
1: Yeah, I go attend one on the workshop, then.
0: Uh, if I'm going to ask you when the workshop
1: is, though. No, are you going to attend one of my workshops? Oh, yeah. <laughs> me, 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 if
0: you want, me, if you want Fiat 10. Me, me, one Fiat Is that, did I get you that? You know, I have to
1: say, you know, I have to say fee you just said me want
0: to attend me, me want to attend the workshop yeah okay That that's good okay okay thank you so much for being on the <laughs> podcast man how can people reach you if you want to you know I don't know have one or two tips uh, for Patois if people want to help break through if people want to partner with you uh, how can people reach you Um,
1: they can reach me mostly on Instagram so my personal Instagram is empress E-M-P-R-E-S-S underscore moxie M-O-X-I-E and then break Breakthrough's Instagram is Breakthrough B-R-A-K-E-T-H-R-U Most you.
0: definitely and we'll have those links in the description of the episode as well so if you guys just want to click on that and reach out to LaDonia um, yeah and uh, thank you for coming uh, as usual Culture Class you can follow us everywhere as well it's Culture Class Podcast on all social media platforms Culture Class Pod on Twitter our website man we're really working on our website cultureclasspodcast.com go there man it's a lot of cool things so you can drop a voice voice note as a listener as a fan you can like drop a two minute three minute voice note by using your phone the microphone on your phone through our website and we can then play that during the episode if you want to ask a question i can play during the episode and we can answer that so thank you so much for coming ladonia and i wish you a nice day
1: thank you for having me (laughs) nicole